Hey folks, this is Wes Colton with the Introvert Unbound podcast. For this episode, we're going to talk about staying at home. Too much of a good thing? Alright, we're all under these stay-at-home orders. Of course, it doesn't mean we're in complete lockdown. We're able to get out and sort of see people. Although we should not be socializing. That kind of thing. But... It's obviously more social isolation than probably almost all of us have experienced in our lives, except for those of us who go out to the wilderness. And that's, I would say, the the biggest parallel in my life in terms of when I go out to the desert or the forest alone for days or weeks at a time and don't see people and have to come back versus this. This is a bit different, but that's the closest thing. I guess another thing could be going to a monastery. But even there you have other monks, so maybe being a hermit on a mountain or something like that. So introverts are finding that they aren't as pro staying at home by themselves as they thought, right? Which I think is an interesting thing to remember. So when things get back to normal, hopefully before very long, it's important to remember, wow, remember when I was craving all of this socializing or interacting with people? So that's a reminder that you are not as antisocial as you think. A lot of people misunderstand the concept of introversion as in not liking people. There are plenty of us introverts who don't like people. I am one of them sometimes. But it's more just because we get irritated with all the sensory input and stuff like that. And we just really, we run out of juice and then everything's irritating. So that's more what it's about rather than we just generally don't like people. So here we're in situations where we are deprived of social contact and enough so that we can remind ourselves, wow, I, I like people. I want people in my life. So for us introverts, we're struggling also, right? It's it's definitely true. You know, the joke early on was, oh, this is an introvert's dream. And I think we're all weathering this better, a lot of us introverts, for sure. But it's taking its toll on us. And man, extroverts, I don't even, I don't even know how they're handling things. That's why we put out that most recent podcast where it's advice for extroverts from introverts. But yeah, we're suffering too as introverts, and that's why some of us are doing Skype or Zoom or whatever the hell kind of calls, video calls where we're still interacting with people, and those do help. I've done some of that with friends. I've definitely been doing it for clients, but work, other work stuff, so I'm involved with this Writers Guild, and there was something I put up not that long ago because I'm I, the owner of it, and I'm starting a little foundation for people so they can get some cash for groceries or whatever other things. But I put up a post saying, hey, what are folks most in need of right now? And I put up several choices, food, money, other things like that, deliveries, and offered people the opportunity to put in their own thing. People chose their own thing, which was online social hour and then like 20 other people said that's what they wanted so 
people want this human connection more than they want money and food. Obviously, these people probably are okay on money and food. That definitely comes first for hungry and destitute people right now. But I found that really, really interesting. Here I was, hey, everyone, let's put out some money to help. And people were like, that's not our main priority right now. And frankly, I don't know, I would say at least half of those people are introverts. So that's a really, really interesting thing. I found myself contacting friends I don't talk to as much, relatives, folks like that. I did have a little bit of a social thing with my neighbor in his yard and me in my yard. Um, I'm finding when I'm going out on walks, I'm actually talking to random people from afar, just saying things, making jokes that I ordinarily would not. For instance, I was walking past some guy in his yard and he was watering his yard and kind of spraying it, you know, not close to me, but vaguely close to me. And I said, uh, no thanks, I already showered today. And he didn't know how to respond. But then five seconds later, I heard him laughing. He didn't get it at first. So my dry sense of humor is definitely, definitely on right now. And yeah, I'm personally, I'm finding myself both happy and glad to see people. And then at the same time, get the hell away from me. Don't get too close. I have been going out to parks and observing how people are not practicing the social distancing and realizing that's going to shut down our park. So I haven't been happy about that. But it's it's a really interesting thing because even though these people are basically, it's like poison, they're, they're diseased, you know, I'm exaggerating obviously, but we still want them in our lives. And I think that's that's a parallel to the pain and difficulty of bringing people close, right? So a lot of folks are you know, men who maybe struggle with women or who haven't struggled with women just are tired of dealing with it are saying, you know what, it is a lot less painful to just not have somebody in my life like that because there's all this negative stuff that comes along with it and forget about it. So that's kind of like socializing with disease. Obviously, during a pandemic, we shouldn't. But normally, it's disease all the time, right? And, and most of the time, we don't think about it. Maybe we think about STIs or something like that. But most of the time, people aren't thinking, oh, I, I'm not going to go to the bar because I'm afraid of getting the flu. Most people don't, don't think about that. So the desire to interact is stronger than that fear and risk of disease. Same thing, perhaps, with human interactions and relationships. Sure, there's negative stuff that you wouldn't have to deal with otherwise, but there's so many positive things that it outweighs that. And ironically, socializing does make us healthier in terms of a stronger immunity. It's, there's, there are a lot of factors to weigh, and it's just giving us some introspection time right now. I have been encouraging folks to keep working on their self-development, even do more so right now, because this is a great opportunity. Some people are responding. Still, most people are just, ah, whatever. And I hate to say it, but those are the folks who are going to come out of this kind of worse than they emerged, or rather than they got into it, because they're just letting everything go. And so they're not socializing at all. They're not working on themselves. They're either just fretting about the news or just vegetating and I don't recommend it. You know, take your comforts for sure. I'm eating cookies every day. <laughs> I'm doing other things like that. That's that's fine. But I'm also 
you know, doing yoga or weight training, strength training or a hike or something like that every every single day. And I mean, I typically have before, but even more on top of the yoga component and meditating every now I'm doing, you know, I'm not trying to brag here, but I'm taking advantage of my time. I'm using this as sort of a retreat and I hope to come out of this stronger. Of course, you know, I'm experiencing my share of anxiety. That's, there's no question about that. But I think coming out of this, I'm going to come out stronger. I hope the world comes out stronger. And here's the interesting thing. How soon is this going to end? We don't know. Um, There's news today that, you know, one of the hardest hit areas in the U.S., which is New York, is seeing lower death toll, which is a sign that things might be declining. Of course, things go in spikes and peaks. I hope this is a good sign, but at some point it's going to abate. But until there's a vaccine, and hopefully they develop a vaccine, because not every disease has a vaccine, this, even if it gets down to very few cases, it's still going to be circulating. So I hate to say this, but, you know, at Introvert Unbound, we're, we're certainly not encouraging people to be socializing right now. And it may come that we don't encourage that for a while to come. It isn't to say you can't work on your skills and uh, there can't be conversations to be had. In fact, that is what we encourage right now. I think more things are going to move over to online dating for for better or for worse. I would say mo- mostly for worse. But I think there's going to be other things that are going to come about. We're investigating some online speed dating options. We actually had our first speed dating event set up, introvert speed dating event set up here in Denver. And we basically were close to selling out tickets the week before. And this was even back in February, but I was following this stuff. And I, in good conscience, could not have an event where 40 people were circulating. So I canceled it and refunded all the tickets. But we're starting to look into some online speed dating stuff where people interact. And then if they're into each other, they Skype and Zoom and phone calls and texts. And then once things are legit to do so, they can meet up as people, again, as humans tend to do. So there are other options. But yeah, I would ask you, what what are you doing right now with your time? And what would be some of the things that you're realizing about yourself are not as introverted as you once believed, right? So you found your wall in terms of, okay, four weeks or whatever is enough. So maybe it's that your battery is getting so charged right now that you're going to come out this supercharged because you can change your battery power. I've done it myself. Or it could simply be that you have a, I don't want to say this is a traumatic event. Well, it is a traumatic event, but almost in a positive way. So anytime you kind of burn out socially, you realize, oh man, remember that time when I was at home for four weeks or eight weeks or however the hell long we have to do this and I couldn't see anyone, maybe I will go out and talk to some friends tonight. So that would be hopefully a way that this 
gets us to stop coddling ourselves. Always remaining introverts. We're never going to change being an introvert. Being an introvert is a wonderful thing. That is the main message in Introvert Unbound. But not developing that introvert crutch where we're pretending that the reason why we're not socializing at all or dating is because we're introverts. That is a cop-out and it's not true. It's more challenging for us, but that's no reason not to do it. And I guess this stay-at-home stuff is almost similar to when a parent catches a kid smoking cigarettes when he's really young and the dad's like, yeah, you like these? Smoke the whole damn pack. And then the kid doesn't smoke again. So maybe that's what this is for a lot of us extreme introverts who are not particularly social. We're like, all right, all right, I get it. I've had enough. Uh, I will now be socializing regularly. But as I said, I think a lot of people are actually going to revert because they're not putting in the time. And I'm in it, interacting with folks all the time online and I'm seeing this. I'm seeing people, oh, well, what's the point? And I'm saying, man, you gotta, you gotta keep up your strength or it's gonna be even tougher when you get back out there. You know, not to go negative with stuff, but you, you can't take this time as just a vacation. Look at it as a retreat, you know, you have this unprecedented opportunity to put in all this time and effort on things that you haven't done before. And if here's here's what I'm going to tell you right now, and this this is going to be a hard pill to swallow for some of you, but here it is. If you've thought about working on aspects of self-development and dating, you know, you've never really done any of the things, you've never hired on coaches and stuff like that. If you're not doing it now, you probably never will. So this is the test right now. Do you have that willpower? Do you have that gumption? Do you have that pre-planning where you need to realize what your trajectory is? If so, now is the time. I mean, we're offering discounts to people because we know people are hard hit financially. We're doing okay in terms of our business. That's not our concern. We want to help more folks. And sure, if it brings on more clients, that's great. But we're, we're slashing some of our prices just so more folks at home can um, interact and because we have more time because I'm doing these sessions at home, I don't have to travel out and meet with people or group events and group meetings or events and stuff like that. So, but it's funny, a lot of people are like, nah, no thanks. And it's like, wow, okay, um, that's, that's, a, that's a bummer. And I, I hope people, I hope those of you who realize this opportunity are, are making the most of it. And for those of you who are working on this stuff, I wouldn't worry about losing your skills. So Regina Hopkins, who's also a coach with Introvert Unbound, and she's a licensed professional counselor, we talked a bit about the idea of, are we going to lose our social intelligence when we're at home all this time? And my point was, it might dip a bit, but as long as we're working on aspects of it, it's not going to go away. And I always make the parallel between strength training and this sort of stuff because it's so similar. You know, for right now, maybe people aren't going to the gym, but they have all sorts of home options. And frankly, there are a lot of home options that are just as good, if not better than the gym. But let's just say you, you have some very minimal aspects. You keep your strength up, that's fine. Or even let's say specifically you, you can't work out for whatever reason. Let's just say you got sick, right? And, oh man, I'm never going to get my musculature back to what it was. 
And it took me, you know, eight years to build up to that point. Here's the way the body works. And it's also the way the brain works. You've already developed those pathways. So it might have taken you eight years to get that physique. It will probably only take you a few months to get back to it, what you've lost, because that's kind of how it works. So the same thing with the brain and socializing and social intelligence. Sure, if you haven't talked to a woman you're attracted to in three months, it's going to be trickier when you go back out. But if you've been working on this stuff, uh, it's not going to be it's not going to be much harder for very long. And you know, frankly, as introverts, we're constantly dealing with that re-entry and kind of after a few days in our heads and going out there again, we kind of have to relearn everything. So that's that's fine. And if you're somebody who has never worked on this stuff, man, here is the time. So if you're not doing anything right now and you're going to go through this whole this whole process, this whole pandemic and not having done any of this stuff, you, you probably, and, and this is not mean, but this is on, you, you should talk to a therapist, okay? Because if you're, you're for some reason going and listening to things like this and reading articles, but you're not taking any action, there's some block that, you know, that a mental health professional might be able to assist you with. So do that. And once you get through that block, you can work with a coach because we are not mental health practitioners. I mean, Regina is, but that's not what we do with coaching. Coaching is a, more specifically in terms of implementing specific habits and mindsets versus dealing with mental health, which is something I'm not trained for and I do not pretend to be trained for that. Although I do read a lot about that, so I at least have an idea of what mental health professionals are providing for you know, some of the clients that we might have. But if, if you can't do anything now, you're like, I'm not even going to take advantage of a free session with a coach. You've got a block. There, there's something going on. And this is the time. This might be the only time in your life that you can confront this. You are literally forced to stay at home. You literally, chances are, I mean, some people are working very hard and I understand that. And if you're working a full-time job right now, thank you for keeping things going. That That's excellent. That's going to be your main focus. But if you're somebody who has any extra time and you're not utilizing it towards something like this, then what are you doing? Seriously, ask yourself, what, what am I doing? Why do I listen to these podcasts? Why do I listen to these articles and these videos? And why do I do nothing about it? Here are people who have spent their lives honing this information and who can communicate it. And I'm not even going to talk to them when they're offering it for free. Oh, well, because then they're going to do a hard sell afterwards. Are they? Or are they going to say, hey, would you like to continue a session in the future? Oh, no, thank you. This was good enough right now. Okay. Oh, and then you might get a follow-up email in three weeks. Big, that's it. You know, so... That's what's ironic. Folks are so introverted, like, well, is somebody going to try to contact me afterwards? If they are a reputable coach, they are not going to harass you. But if they're a reputable coach, they are going to follow up with you gently, not calling you at home and not harassing you, but maybe once or twice over a long period of time because they want to help you. You know, so that that is the most amazing thing that I've noticed in this profession, how many people who are just, it's not even that they're in denial. I did write a 
article called Dating Denial, which is, are you in Dating Denial, which is on introvertunbound.com. But clearly they know that they're not doing well because I see them on these forums and we have this Facebook group, Introvert Men's Dating Support Group, and it's full of these guys who, oh, it's terrible. It's like, cool, what is the first thing you've done about your situation? Nothing. They just want to complain about it. Now, venting is an important thing. We got to do it for a while, but uh, it's it it breaks my heart. And I I guess I was one of those guys for a while, and then I hit the bottom hard enough where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start looking into maybe something that can help. I remember two specific incident instances before I really started to do something about this. I was, it was early on and um, I downloaded something off the internet. You know, it was some marketing garbage. It was garbage, but it was the first time I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna look to see if there's anything out there that can help me. And I didn't really do anything about it for another five years. And then finally, I remember I was, uh, I'm not sad to admit this. I was kind of, I was on my knees because there was this low table in this house. I was I was renting and I was on the computer and um, I remember crying. I don't, I don't remember what I was crying about. Some frustrating thing happened with dating or whatever. And then I went online and I ordered some little program that frankly wasn't that useful, but it, it got me open to it. It was that acceptance that, man, all right, I'm not doing great here. I could use some help. And that's the problem. And frankly, if you're skeptical about coaches, I think a lot of it is because so many of them are scammers or have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Or they're, you know, they're guys who are just like, you know, conventionally good looking guys who dress a certain way. And then they occasionally get some certain kinds of women. And then they're like, I'm going to teach men. And, and they don't have anything to teach men. If you haven't been through the fire, you can't, you can't teach anyone about it. But and a lot of them are, you know, they just have the same kind of spiel over and over. And I learned a few things from guys like that early on. And then I realized how much of what they were saying is not true and certainly didn't apply to me. And that's why I decided to be a coach is because of limitations of it. But I did go through that period of acceptance. And I guess that's what a lot of guys have to do. And you can't really force them into it. But here is really, this is the litmus test you got nothing else going on, right? And this is the time to work on the stuff, you know, and to acknowledge you really do crave society, don't you? Right now you're realizing, man, I'm hurting for for social company. You realize even if you didn't have girlfriends or you weren't going on dates, you still had women interacting with you and you don't have that right now. So build up so you're ready to go. You're like a horse at the gates ready to go into that sprint and you're kind of pushing up against it and you're just waiting for that. That can be you if you get on top of things, man. And there's just so many guys and maybe you're one of them. You, you, you're, not, you're not admitting it to yourself and you're not admitting that people can help you. And frankly, here's the thing. Even back then, if somebody had offered a free... 20 minute chat, which is what we're offering. So a chat, you don't even have to talk to me in person. It's an online chat. We can do it through Facebook Messenger or whatever you want. Um, if you're not even taking advantage of that, then um, yeah, you, you you can't be helped right now. And and I would encourage a therapist. I, I'm, I know that sounds mean, but I'm saying this because 
I know where I was at at that time and I was not in a good headspace and I could have used some mental health support and I didn't seek it. So if you're just somebody who's never paid attention to this, if you weren't listening to this, obviously I wouldn't be talking to you and then, yeah, why would you need a coach? But you probably need a coach. Everyone needs a coach, needs somebody who can just take a look at how you're standing. You know, it's like a batting coach can tell you one simple thing that you can never know about yourself because you can't look at yourself as you're swinging a bat or a baseball. And when people offer a free thing and you don't take advantage of it, it's, uh, you know, I understand the psychology of people actually appreciate things that are more expensive. And, you know, our rates, our rates are not dirt cheap, but they're not super expensive either. And yeah, because partially realize, you know, people value things when um, they cost more. And we do have other programs that we do privately with higher end people. That's an option who people have far more money, but we don't want to create a company that is just that. That's a lot of coaching is just, they have a handful of very high end clients. And that's not our goal at Introvert Unbound. It's to it's to help as many people as possible. And so we do offer that free 20 minute chat console. And if you're listening to this and you're you're looking to improve things in your social and dating life and you're like, I'm not gonna do that, that that's totally fine. But ask yourself why. Why, why am I not going to do that? Give yourself three reasons why. Ah, oh, this guy doesn't really sound like he knows introversion. You, you think that's true? I, I know it inside and out. Uh, I don't I don't know if I believe that this person really gets dates. It's like, well, that's you can you can believe that if you want, but um I think if you understand what different women are looking for in the world, you understand that anyone who really puts themselves out there can find dates. So, that's not a true thing. Oh, he's going to try to scam me at some point. We're very transparent with the prices and all that. So all this ended up turning into a pitch, but um, I'm going to be, I'm going to level with you. I'm doing fine financially. I don't need your money, but I do want to help you. And I guess if I went into my own psychology, it's like, I want to help myself when I was younger, but I can't do that. So I'm trying to do that. So you're my proxy. So yeah, help me be selfish in terms of trying to resolve the what I feel like I missed when I was younger by letting me help you. So do this for me. <laughs> but obviously I'm joking here. But seriously, give us a give us an email. Send an email to Wes at introvertunbound.com. Contact us via Facebook, however you want to do it. Get a hold of us. Um, w w let's talk about a couple things. You don't ever have to contact us again. There's some folks who get set straight in 20 minutes in a free consult and never contact us again. There's others who have been with us for quite a while and are continuing to improve their situation. So it just depends on what you want. Ask yourself why you're even listening to this. You know, you're like, oh, because I'm fine the way I am and I'm just looking for entertainment. That's fine. Okay. Um, there's nothing wrong with staying where you are, but stagnating versus a flowing stream, right? Like it's, there's nothing wrong with being a swamp, but eventually a swamp that doesn't have water flow turns into a meadow. So it turns into a whole different thing. So if you like being water, if you like having the fluidity of water, the life-giving potential of water, and you don't want to stagnate, you should be moving forward. We're like sharks, right? Sharks need to constantly be swimming so they don't suffocate. And eventually, if you are 
stagnating for too long, it's uh, you're limiting your potential. So being okay with who you are right now, loving who you are right now, we're never going to change who you are as a person. That is not what this is about. You are good that way. So you could just sit on a rock for the rest of your life and you're good. But that's not what's going on here. You are looking to improve your social life. I know this about you. You're working on trying to understand what it means to be an introvert. So that means action is required. And these are the actions we are providing for you. Trying to be the person that I wish I had when I was younger. Offering you, frankly, a transformation. And if you're interested, don't hesitate to contact. There are a few people who we don't end up working with because they don't quite align with us. But if you think you might align with us, we are certainly willing to engage with you and seeing if we make a good fit. So stay well, literally. Follow public health orders. It's very important right now. And realize that this too will end. Take a look at our other podcast. Introverts should be preparing for the end, dot, 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 of the outbreak because things will get back to normal at a certain point in time. The question is, are you ready for things to get back to normal? Hey, folks, this is Wes Colton, coach and founder of Introvert Unbound. I hope you got something out of the latest podcast. And if you'd like to keep up on future episodes, be sure to subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, or wherever else you found us. If you want to go a bit deeper, please go to introvertunbound.com and sign up for our free monthly email newsletter. And if you're serious about developing a more fulfilling social, dating, and professional life, email me at wes at introvertunbound.com for your free 20-minute zero-obligation online consult where we'll come up with a game plan for you to leverage your strengths, overcome your obstacles, and become the Introvert Unbound.